This week in the world of news from books, beards, and brews. All right, as always. I want to stop you right there, sir. You are not doing the correct all right, and it's, uh, no, fans it's kind are kind of like uh, and, yeah, and fans are missing all the high pitch right. all right. All right, there, there you we go. go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, we had a we had a late night last night. We we celebrated Oof. my my birthday. How last old are you? Night. How old are you now? Thirty four. Yikes, old. Yeah, jeez. Still, ew. still not the oldest person. What on this are podcast. you talking about? He's the same age as me now. No, you're much older in I spirit. I don't think that's in how spirit. that works. Um. So, anyway, so yeah, I'm Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. I'm creative consultant, Tanya. Um, and so this is our weekly roundup of the latest and greatest in the worlds of news of books, beards, and booze. But before we dive into that, got some uh, business to take care of. First off, Derek, we yeah. got some, uh, we got a listener email directed towards you. Okay. So, uh, you've got a cruise coming up. I do. Uh, Superfan uh, Elizabeth emailed in the following. I have a reading recommendation for Derek's Cruise. Good. He should take the Edgar Rice Burroughs Princess of Mars trilogy for three reasons. One, three books in one takes care of the should I take one book or more than one book issue. Valid. Fair. Two, he will be on a boat in the ocean in a foreign place he's never been before, not unlike John Carter traveling to Barsoom. So the scene would be set for him. Okay, I'll... Yeah, okay. I like it. And number three, because it's one of my favorites, Heart. Uh, well, can't argue with that, I guess. And she closes with Happy Sailing, Derek. Uh, I don't know about all that. Derek's not all about that water life, but... I think you're, you're going to like it. Well, one can hope. Well, since this is brought up... I think you should take Moby Dick. No. No. Because you're in a boat. Well, I've read and you're, some I mean, you're going to go to Alaska. No, he's going to do that. Are you should... going like whaling looking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna looking go, at whales? Well, I, you should take Life of Pi. I am. You well, should take the... I actually read the Life of Pi. I'm aware. Why Why? Why would I read that? That's about a ship, like people stuck yeah, in a boat shipwreck. together. Yeah, shipwreck. And then I don't, he, then I don't he survives with... Oh, I am oh not no, re- take Robinson Crusoe. So you can have no. something to teach you how to survive. After you can take re- Lord of the Flies that way. No, when your no, when your no, ship crashes, no. you can know what it's like to survive with a. How about like small a community. How about like a, a a biography of the Titanic? Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking as soon as you guys started talking. I was like, yeah, definitely gonna watch the Titanic on this. Definitely. Oh, yeah. What about like some Kraken books? Like some oh, like some sea monster monsters from the depth. You could read the Game Bird by Aiden Walsh. Um, it's about you know. Folks on a boat killing a big leviathan thingy. You could take Annihilation. I think that was set kind of in the Pacific Northwest area, and there was like a some creepy, oh, no, fun, fucky shit happening. Set in Florida. Was it? Yep. Why did I think it was like Oregon? Because you're old. Because if you get to the third book, I didn't. There, yeah, there, I got a book. Stuff I got, in, I got to book one. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Elizabeth, thank you for that awesome well, email. Yes, yes, thank you. But also, where are your real suggestions, you two? What kind of friends are you? The best. Well, look, don't, the... you, don't you have this trilogy? I do. I've read um, the first book in it. Um, it's been a while. I'm. Did I read the first? I don't think I read all of them. I think I, I think I read the first. Yeah, one. You said you did, that I wouldn't like it. I didn't. I don't think that you would. It just it's very pulpy. Like yeah, but it, I know. Like, but I like pulp stuff. Well, like I'm I, going into this knowing that's what it is. I like so that's what I'm expecting. Juice. Yeah. 
So that's kind of what I'm okay. wanting out of it. Well, then, yeah, you might like it. Um, Bro, I just, I've got I just, all like, of the pro- Fear Agent. Yeah. That's the most pulp shit ever. <laughs> true, true. No, just like it's it's very much like a pulpy action adventure from, you know, like what is like the 1920s or something yeah. like that. So it's, I I don't know that it, it ain't name of the wind. It ain't going to have well, yeah. that, that pro, it's not. It's not going to be like the prose heavy stuff that you like. I think it's going to be. It's going to read more like Lovecraft than uh, Robin Hobb, which I like, and a lot of people like. But I just I worry about you. Well, I think part of it's managing expectations, and I kind of am going into this being like, this is going to be a pulpy, schlocky, fun. Yeah, adventure. oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's... So yeah, it, and you're going on a cruise. You know, you don't want anything super. Heavy and deep, yeah. Read. Like yeah. this is gonna—it's gonna be a fun read. So, so one drawback: it is a big book. Uh it's—it's it's a fast read, though. No, oh, but I mean, oh, you're I mean, just like size. size. You know what you yeah. do, Derek, is you use your Kindle. Yeah, but well, no, I but he's got—he's he's already mm. owned the. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm just saying, you can carry thousands of books. Well, I'm not. That was the plan, yeah. but I don't know. In hard, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, you could bring that, and if. It, it's not gripping you. You have your Kindle with you as well, um, with a few books loaded on it, and as a backup plan. But I, I think it's a good suggestion. Like mm-hmm. as long as you don't go into it expecting, you know, name of the wind caliber, which is prose. Yeah, I've, then I think it'll be fine. It's not what I was again. Like I, I was pretty aware of what to expect yeah. from it. So I'm like, this is I'm, I'm going into. It's like the new Sonic trailer. I saw it. It looks like my favorite kind of awful. Yeah. So I'm going to definitely watch it, but I know it's not going to be good. Well, but I'm going to still enjoy it because screw you. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, other, so other people, if you have a recommendation for what Derek should read while he's on his cruise, uh, email us at booksbeardsbooze at gmail.com. Um, quick little bit of other business. Um, we haven't mentioned yet, but this month for our short read. Yeah. Club, what we do for those who, are, who may be new, every month we pick two free-to-read short stories somewhere on the internet, and we provide links to them on our website, booksbeardsbooze.com, and uh, at the end of the month, we do a 30-minute recap where we, we discuss these episodes. Yeah, we talk about them, and I have the correct opinions, and then they kind of participate. We, we kind these, of, are, we, these are my stories, so my yeah. opinion is the default. This Correct. this month, Tanya picked the stories, well, that's, and that's they are never accurate. <laughs> uh, it's a pair of Ray Bradbury stories, uh-huh. um, "The Velt" and "All in a Summer's Day." Okay, so I will s- say, like when you read "The Velt," um, there are some typos. I couldn't find a better version online, so you'll see like where it says "B" with a with a "B," like "B E," and it should be "He" with an "H." Oh, but okay. you, uh, you can figure it out. Yeah. Like it took me a minute. It took me a minute to go like the fuck. Oh, typos. Great. But it's consistent typos. Don't worry. I'll, uh, so. I'll still give you shit about it. Oh, this okay. is your choice. Gosh, Tanya. It's a great story. Yeah. Giving us this. It's, uh, spoilers. I, well, I picked them for a yeah. reason. Uh, that's, also, that's also, uh, <laughs> our bi-monthly book club book is Jade City by Fonda Lee. We've already recorded the episode for this. Spoiler, we love this book. We highly recommend you read this book. Yeah, for sure. And we've got... In, and be prepared for a longer conversation. In, 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 <laughs> in two months, we'll have a... You've got two months to read it before yep. our June. hour and a half long yep. discussion on it drops. Yep. So uh, check it out. Um, great book. And uh, the last little bit of news. We just broke 600 monthly downloads Whoa. last Yay. month. So Yay. like we 
we tripled our monthly downloads over the course of this year, and we're super excited about that. It's and good. Yeah. It's thanks to you folks. So thank all y'all. Yes, thank you very much. Because if we uh, didn't have people to listen, Bob would weep himself. He, he, he would cry. He I would. would. Do all the crying. I really would. Uh, I do enough talking to myself. Like, I, I didn't need to buy a microphone to talk to myself. So I'm glad that point. at least now I'm point. talking to other people. <laughs> so um, let's dive into the news. This first headline is, uh, I, I entitled it, Well, Color Me Enraged. Hmm. Um, and this is just, it, it annoyed me. Because the opening line is like, was, here's the quote. It's like, well, this event goes under the heading of why didn't anyone think of this sooner? Hmm. And it's because someone decided to have a book signing in a bar. And oh. I have done, I've been to numerous book events oh, yeah. in bars. I used to, I mean, me and Derek, like, we did a uh, writing group that met in a bar for a while. I like, know you did that one in Birmingham last yeah, year. Yeah, we did that reading. Uh, yeah. A bunch of authors got together and did mm-hmm. readings in a bar. And, like, like uh, it just it just annoyed me that they were like, oh, well, why didn't anyone else think of this? Uh, lots of people have thought of this. Um, Tighten up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that said, is like, hey, if you want to host literary events, just bars are good places. Like yeah. people do better when they're a little loosened up with some liquor. So bars are good places to hold literary events. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Chill bars, maybe not. Yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You pick, pick a good bar, like yeah. Crew. We we did our Christmas book exchange. Yeah, we did the book exchange at Crew here in Montgomery. That was great. Yeah. Is that place not loud? No. It depends. Uh, it, I mean. Like they For sometimes me, they have like, like music. People loud. Yeah, like some they they don't have like music blaring unless they have like a oh. band okay. there. So well, it's, it's got, it's got big comfy armchairs and stuff like that, and like great great outside has like a menu. fire pit and like huh. places yeah. hang out. It's really nice. Yeah. All right, so here's a uh, here's a quick little bit of news. I got an update on our Ted Cruz beard watch. <gasps> Um, about it. We were talking, you know, at first it was growing in, it wasn't looking good, and we kind of shit-talked it, and then it grew in, and it was like, oh, it's, it's pretty, pretty good-looking beard. Well, oh. it's achieved its final form, it looks like. Looks like, like what he's, what he's kind of yeah. running with. He's got a naked chin. Do he really? Yeah, like, when you look at the pictures, like, it honestly, like, weirdly made me think of a naked mole rat. Like, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't look bad, but, like, it's like his chin, like, he needs a little chin wig. To kind of fill it it's in. It's just not full it's, there. It's not growing. Does he in. have it's a not, soul patch? At he's least? not shaving. No, you can tell. Like it's not that he's shaving his chin. Yeah. It's, it's that he just in. doesn't grow hair there. It's oh, a, that's a bad place to have a patch. That's a bad place yeah. to not be able to grow hair. Well, then but, I think that he just really needs to roll with it and groom differently. Just like have nothing. Do, a, do a, ch- a chin over a comb no, over. No, just mutton chops. chops. Oh yeah, no. But, oh, just God. go with mutton chops. I actually chops. think. Well, the other thing is, like, and as a guy who's got uh, a plethora of chins, um, <laughs> I feel justified in saying this. Like, if you got multiple chins, you know, grow that beard down a little bit. Yeah. Just kind of hide them chins. He's not fat, but you can tell he's, he's got a few extra. He's got a few extra pounds. And don't we all though? But and no, so, but like he extra. keeps his beard Sad. like neatly groomed, yeah. but like also high on the jawline. Yeah, I think I saw this picture. Yeah, that accentuates the chin. And chins. it does. Like right. it, it, it'd be more flattering if you would let it come down his neck a little. I think. Bit. I think what we're what we're finding now is he 
we made the joke earlier that he doesn't have friends yeah. that grow beards. Yeah. He really doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things, because anybody that's got a beard will tell you that certain styles fit certain face types. Yeah. And I feel like someone's giving him bad advice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, like, I, I've heard some weird things about, like, that, like, him and his wife, they live very, very different lives. Like, she's, like, a ex- like a corporate executive. So, they don't, I don't think they spend a lot of time together. So, so she's not I there wonder to really she's, if she's not there to really be, like, oh. Maybe try this. Really yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Ted Cruz, uh, when you hear this. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> we, when we when support, this episode we su- goes up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add him on Twitter and be, like, Hey boo, let's let us help you fix that face. Yeah, like I am creative consultant Tanya. Let me creatively consult what you got growing on your face um, here. Because I mean, really, we have we have him to thank for our byline. You know, like made the blessing of the beard. Oh yeah, right. there's a bit yeah. of news about him that gave us that. Yeah. So you know, I feel like we could at least return the favor and like suggest. Suggest some a cri- different, yeah, just a little or different cut. I think the chop. I think the the big think, chops. Oh, oh bring that, that back. Be? Bring back. Like our, there, you've always loved those fucking. Well, look, chops, our buddy though. Les, our writer buddy yeah. Les, he's rocking some wicked chops right now, and it's a good look for him. Isn't there a look where like you've got chops, but they connect just to your mustache, yep. so your yeah. your chin is intentionally uh, like a ventriloquist yeah. dummy open? One of yeah. the members of the tag team. The revival on WWE television has that. I don't know what it's called, but it looks either. fantastic. Yeah. It's nice. Real full here, and you just go rise up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, if, you, if not everyone can. He goes pull that hard off. all day, all night. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all my proud Southern people, we'd be ready to fight, or who'd be ready to fight? Say yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Um, all right. Another quick little uh, bit of news. This is not spoilery, but it is about uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Thor unveiled some beard magic. I hear. Oh, right. Like yeah. his beard, like self braided itself. I don't know if it's self braided. I just noticed that in one scene it wasn't braided, and the next it was. No, apparently, right. if you watch, you can watch it. I just could braid it. itself. Oh, okay. Like so, like Thor has beard magic, which mad- makes that just makes him sense. the best superhero of oh, all man, time it, now. You should watch. This. I hear I need to watch this at least the second Thor. No, third. Third Thor. Third Ragnarok. Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. I think you would really like it. You yeah. enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy, and Ragnarok is very thematically similar yeah. to... Because, you see, like, the reason Wait, I like... he Guardians. likes what? He likes Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, so... Yeah. Okay. Have, neither of you have seen Endgame yet, right? I have not. Oh, I thought you had seen it. No, I wanted to. I haven't had... I just haven't had the opportunity oh. with work being uh, yeah. as it is. I haven't been able to really get to a matinee, and yeah. I'm not... I pay $4.39 for yeah. a movie. That's and it. And you haven't had anything <laughs> spoiled yet? No, I, I don't talk to people. I've been really busy. Well, after this, I need to talk to you, Bob. Okay. And I haven't gone on the internet yeah. looking for spoilers. Yeah, we'll either. have a we'll have a spoil because I've Cause I, re- just, I read the wiki. Yeah. Um. <laughs> there's just one thing that I need to tell you about. And, okay, yeah, that we yeah. don't want to spoil it for yeah. folks, so we'll do it. All right. Yeah. Um. So that was just a neat thing. Um. Here's another quick little bit of news. Uh. This headline is. Oh, so my my headline for the last one was end game, more like end main. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I, uh, I wish that there was actual hair braiding magic, because I would love to actually. This is like a complete aside. I don't have a beard, but I would love to be able to just like snap my fingers and have my hair just magically braid itself. Yeah, like some it's Khaleesi really hard braids. To, I'm just like a French braid to pull this shit up out my face mm-hmm. instead of having to use a hair clip all the time, and then I could be like functional and cute right now i'm just picking functional <laughs> um never cute 
It's awkward. <laughs> um, Fucking braid your hair all crisscrossy sideways. I'm like, I did it myself. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> all right, so this Struggles. headline is called, uh, well, that was very knobby of them. Uh-uh. Oh, so, ooh, uh, oh, what do we think? I, I think I know what it's going to be about. Okay, Arkansas authorities are looking for a bourbon bandit who made off with 22 cases of whiskey from a tractor trailer parked in Crittenden County. Yikes. The Crittenden County Sheriff's Department says someone broke into the rig while it was parked on Interstate 40. More than 130 one-liter bottles of Knob Creek bourbon are missing. Good God. Um, I'm I'm not one to support crime, but if there's a fugitive from the law with 129 cases of Knob Creek at this point, uh, I can hide you for a couple days if you will drop off some Knob Creek. But no, apparently it's like, it's like parked on the side of the road kind of deal, and someone's like, oh, well, mine now. Like, just quit in the back and just grab wow. a bunch of shit. <laughs> what the heck? Like, and it was just that they, they it's the it Robin left Hood there, of our times, or? honestly. Huh? It's the Robin Hood of our times. <laughs> <laughs> well, the knob in hood of oh, our times. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it will be if they come and give us some of the Knob Creek. Yeah, if not, then true. they're just heinous, heinous um, villains. Oh, yeah. Um. All right, so this one, I talked to you, Derek, but I didn't give you the, the notes. Uh-huh. But uh, this is, the the headline for this is Dalmore, more like a Dalmost. Okay. Uh. High-end Scotch whiskey maker, oh, the right. Dalmore, and Massimo Batura, who is the executive chef of Modena, which is a three-star uh, Michelin restaurant. It's apparently ranked the number one restaurant in the world right now so they've partnered together to produce a one-off bottle of whiskey a one-off one-off it's the dalmore la anima aged 49 years so they're that's an investment to just come up with like oh how much do you reckon this bottle costs it's all of the money it's going it's going to auction two Uh, grand two grand derek all of it all of it so we have between two and all of the money i'm going to say Tanya's closer, but, but not really <laughs> close at all. Um, they expect it to sell oh, for at least at least eight hundred thousand. No, that was too high. It's worth a shot. We were almost eighty-five thousand. Mm. So you had the eight right. Jesus. Um, they were basing that That's on excessive. a previous Dalmore auction. Uh, they the rare sixty-two was expected to sell for sixty-five grand, but went for one hundred forty-nine grand back in twenty seventeen. Um, but okay, so here's what it tastes like, and this is what I was like. This, this is like, some not, bullshit. Yeah, okay. There's no fucking all way. Right. What do we got here? Here's all right. The single malt has aromas of sun-kissed raisins, bitter chocolate, and old English marmalade, hints of Java coffee, demerara sugar, pecan pie, and creme brulee in taste, and the sanguinilla blood oranges, figs, and treacle lingle, linger on the aftertaste. So, all right, here's here's what the problem is. They probably have that number of different qualities on the tongue. Yeah. They just got a fucking thesaurus out <laughs> and used the most pretentious language they could, and it makes it sound real yeah. ridiculous like, and unrealistic. I mean, no, the way you just described it to me, in my head, this is going to taste like 
old leather that you've polished with like <laughs> orange pledge. No, I think it's like just because it's talking about like you know raisins and marmalade and creme brulee and sugar and blood oranges and whatnot. Like to me, it's like it's going to smell like uh, an orchard, um, like maybe a vineyardy, orchardy kind of deal, and then it's going to taste kind of like that. But like just a lot of the things it was know. saying in here, like I don't really want my whiskey to taste like that. I mean, I want creme brulee. I don't want blood orange in my whiskey. I don't you don't think. know that. Well, yeah. To be fair, I I, I ain't never had it. So I don't really know, but don't knock it till you had it. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Sorry. Here's my last bit of news, and then we're gonna dive into Derek's uh, new feature. And I've got two of them. Ooh. Oh snap! All right. So this one is entitled "Air on the Side of Caution." Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all may remember we did the bit of news about how uh, Emily Winsow. She was the young adult author who they, she pulled her book, asked her book to right, be pulled. Right, yeah, I yeah. saw this. Um, she changed her mind. And uh, so here's what she like was kind of said. Like, reeling from the criticism after pulling the book from publication, she took time to reread her manuscript several times and decided her critics were wrong. Um, so it, it is getting tweaked slightly, but they say that they, they brought in some sensitivity readers and some ex like some people who are experts on Mm -hmm. like the slave trade like like asian slave trade kind of deal to like just like really like really i didn't fuck up right and they're like no and yeah so it's getting it's apparently there are some tweaks but it is now going to get published in november yeah i saw i saw that article come out and i was like that's probably the right way to do that it's like if it causes that much of a stir take a step back look at it again and be like no i think I think I think they're just wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. this is just well, no. I, just I, because a lot of people were saying it doesn't mean they were right. Yeah. yeah. Her edit. I liked this quote um, from her editor. Uh, we ultimately think our young adult readers are very smart. They can read what they want to read and use their critical thinking skills to work through it. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, that's the plan. All right, Good on them. So I'm excited for this, Derek. Okay. Derek. Okay. Right, this so, is Derek's new new feature. This is the new segment called. Well, I've. I've got two features. Okay. Um, and they're called different things. I'm more... We're workshopping them because okay. I, I still haven't figured out exactly how I want to play this out. Yeah, but yeah. this is the first one. So we're playing buy or sell. Okay. I'm going to pick three books mm-hmm. and explain what they are about in a few sentences, omitting as, much spe- as many specifics as possible so that you can't figure out what I'm talking about. Okay. In case you have actually read them. Okay. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you have. Okay. But just to be safe. Then I'm going to ask each one of you, for each one, whether or not you buy or sell the... Like, do I want to read this book yes. or not? Okay. Exactly. All right, okay. Now, okay. I do expect... I don't, I don't want onto this, yes, I want to read all of the things. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, clearly. Think we we yeah. can't be... I can't be my usual, like, fuck it, yeah, I'd read it. Yeah, like, exactly. I'd think about it critically. And then... Okay. I'd, I'd read Iffy McBoat Race. <laughs> sure. Well, oh, God. Oh, my word. Just yeah. kidding. But, <laughs> but then once we've done all three, okay. I'm going to ask you which one of them is the most interesting and then I'll tell you what it is. Okay, I'm okay. with it. I'm okay. with it. So we'll do this one first. Okay. So, book one. Roaming magicians powered by mystical bonds to avian familiars protect the land from all manner of problems from diseases to invasions. The organization follows strict rules against using their talents for personal gain and have managed to hold true to their founder's selfless tradition for nearly a thousand years with only one exception back in their founding. Hmm. Now... Rumors are spreading across the land that this dead mage has come back to life. 
Okay. And also, there are sightings of these selfless mages killing villages and burning crops. Hmm. It's up to a young apprentice to discover the truth and end the chaos spreading across the land. Okay, I would read that, but the reason why mm-hmm. is, um, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably read that. But the, what, what really caught me was, like, the, their bird familiars. Like, it made me think a little bit of, like, Robin Hobb, kind of. And okay. just, like, I don't know, like, b- bird familiars, like, going around, like, doing a bunch of stuff. It's like, sounded very druid, druidy. But, yeah, bird, and you don't get a lot of druid Bird play. familiar kind of made me immediately go, like, this seems like a trope, but then I've never actually read anything Yeah, I can't really it. think. Yeah, I mean, like, you see, like, a wizard, like, a, a raven familiar, but, like, it's not, like, a, a thing, a thing, Yeah, you know? but anyways. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. That uh-huh. that description, I mean, it kind of sounds interesting, but I don't, I don't know if I would read it. Sell it. Buy? Yeah, I'd buy. I'd buy. I, I would take that shit to the thrift store. There you go. Okay. Sell it. Okay, I like <laughs> it. All right. Okay. Now, number two. What was it? No, he'll tell us at the at end because we got we got to oh. pick which one we like the most. And then most. I'll tell you the oh, winner, yeah. and then okay. I'll tell you what the other yeah. two are. Okay. okay, I like okay. it. Uh, number book two, for generations, a country dominated the world with miraculous powers from their gods, sweeping aside all who would oppose them, until one day their gods were killed, and the cruel society built upon them fell to the world's new geopolitical powerhouse. Now, simply a colonial outpost, their people are haunted by the marvelous and magical creations of their dead gods that live around them on a daily basis. Mm. A young diplomat is sent to take control of a city bubbling with discontent, at least officially. Unofficially, she's one of her nation's most accomplished spies sent to solve a murder. Things quickly become more complicated than expected, leading her to suspect the long-dead vindictive gods from the past may not be as dead as everyone expects. I would I buy would the so fuck out of that book. Yes. I want every piece of yes. that book. It's got dead gods. It's got dead gods that maybe political aren't intrigue. dead. Political intrigue. Fallen empires. Relics of the past. Like, I yes. have a I, I have a parcel buy. chub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. buying buy. the fuck I'd out buy of that book. two copies of that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, book three. Okay. I don't know how we're going to top that one, though. Mm. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I, s- only if my erection goes down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the table was a little higher. Yeah. Than As you were ago. talking, I was like, oh, this is checking off, like, all of Bob's boxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> okay. So, book three. Uh, in the early days of the world, before civilizations were established and magic was still wild and untamed, there is a war between mages. The, a benevolent mage has created a majestic and intelligent griffin race to be his champions, to protect his lands from encroachment from his bitter, bitter rival. Countered by evil, ferocious birds of his own, the benevolent mage's counterpart seeks to usurp his land by any means necessary. As the war wages on, one of the great mage's seers has a vision of a powerful magical weapon being given to the enemy, one that could threaten the balance of the war. It's upon the greatest of the griffins to sneak across enemy lines and learn the truth of the vision. Uh, I do like griffins. I'm soft on this. Yeah, like I, of the three, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say sell. Okay, this I do, but I, I do see the appeal. But like, I've already got two other books I'm buying and reading right now. Yeah. So <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna say a soft sell. Okay, and sell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. The, this isn't speaking. Ma- to me. Mage mm-hmm. Wars really like that's that's intriguing. 
Yeah. But but it doesn't sound like that's really the focus. It sounds it's like, like the focus is a, a griffin sneaking. And I, I don't sign on to griffins for them sneaking. I sign on to griffins for them eating the faces of well, those who displease them. Fair. With their sharp, fair. talons. But they do. The they do. He does talons. fly across enemy lines and it's about him trying to survive behind enemy lines. Not that is, okay. Really that, but yeah. anyways, that's so okay, so what, okay. Yeah. So of those three, the second book oh, was second book. Like hardcore. Okay. Yeah. So I got a feeling what, I know what I'll, now, I'll now tell you what the books were okay. in the at least to best. At least order. to best. Okay. 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 So the Griffin one was the least interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's the Black Griffin by Mercedes Lackey. Okay. okay. Which I've read pretty good, but mostly I just chose that because it's really you like cool. Griffins? That the, yes, he, and it's really like that's Griffins. kind of the reason I like Griffins yeah. is that book, but also okay. because I think it's cool that they're the Griffin's the main character, like. I like the idea of a Oh, magical... the Griffin is the main character? Yeah. Huh. So I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Okay. The first uh, book? Okay. The first book is Children of Amarid by David B. Coe. Hmm. I've never read it. But You've I, read it, right? I have. Yeah. yeah. I think you have a copy I do. in the next mm-hmm. room, actually. I've I seen it. But I think I've I know what this third, I think I, re- I know what that second book I is. I really like that book, uh, Children of Amarid, yeah. just because it's <sighs> Very standard, and yeah. it, and I like it because they have birds that give them magical powers, and then they focus the power that they receive between the bond through a magical crystal okay. that is a, of a unique color for each person. Ooh, so I like so kind of, kind of like like Jedi. Power Rangers yeah. with their and they all have they all do like mage fire, and it's always yeah. the color of their crystal, and it's Ooh. super cool. Anyways, and you can always tell like who did what by the color of their magic because you can see hmm. anyways nice. but it's I just like that. little things like that, yeah. that hmm. and uh, City of Stairs by Robert Jackson Bennett is really the second book oh. that you guys heard, in my which head, I also I like, have that kind of sounds a little like that. Warbreaker is what I was thinking no that's not Warbreaker no but it's Ooh, uh, it was, uh, I could it. Uh, yeah no okay mm. alright yeah. and if you'll remember that was one of the books that I bought years ago yeah. and was like hey I've got these couple of books which one do you want to read first? And you're like, I'll read that one. And you did not choose this one. And then yeah. I read it. No. Never, huh. I'm filled with regret. Well, no, because I chose Goblin Emperor, right? Oh, yeah, that was the other so one. I they do, were both really good. And you know what? I've gotten to the point where like I don't reread books You kind of want to reread I'm Goblin going to reread Emperor. Goblin Emperor yeah. soon. Yeah. Like, that's that's After happen. this following, my second segment, I will tell you that I really want to reread one of these books. Yeah. But I'm trying not to. But, yeah, so the winner yeah. Nice. City of Stairs. Yeah. Okay. So after I'm done with House of Leaves, I'm going to have to check that out. Yep. I've got a copy of it sitting cool. in my room. Neat. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So now the other segment yeah. is called, and I'm taking it back because you, you ruined it and never did it the way it was supposed to be done, Bob. Book Battle. Book Battle. Okay. 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 I'm going to pick two books from a similar genre, preferably one classic and one less appreciated. Mm. I'm going to describe them without specifics and see. Which one you think sounds more interesting? Okay. Now, obviously, there's not going to be specifics, so some of these stories will sound similar. Yes. But, but if you can... Also, if, you've, if you think you know what it is, feel free to guess. Okay. okay. But, uh, okay. So, here we go. Book one. Uh, a tra- uh, trained and tutored from birth for the dangers of court life, a young man must use every skill and ability taught to him when unforeseen circumstances throw him into political into the political fray too soon. Will strategic brilliance and years of training be enough to survive one of the most hostile environments imaginable, or hatred, drugs, and religious zealotry swallow him whole? Hmm. That's the first one. Okay. The second one. 
A pampered noble is unceremoniously excommunicated from society and is left with nothing. He is forced to seek aid from dangerous people that likely hate him for the very warrior legacy never wanted, but which must now be embraced if he hopes to survive long enough to strike back against those who took everything from him. Is the first book Goblin Emperor? No. I didn't... I, like, it, that's the only thing I could think that is close to it. Jade City? No. Because... Because Hilo was, huh. was kind of okay. raised. I would pick mm. the first book. Okay, you would pick the first book. I would pick the first okay. book. Mm. Tanya, what Tanya? would you pick? So, we've got... I've been raised to be a leader, but I'm not ready, but now i got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Versus, I got kicked out, now i got to figure out how to survive. Right. Mm, I'm going to take the second one. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know how we decide who wins. Me. Since, I mean, I guess I could be the tiebreaker, yeah. and I'll tell you well, which one. Well, yeah, what are the books? Book one is Dune by Frank Herbert. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. See, I like the way I phrased the end to yeah. make sure you didn't couldn't see it, because I was like, will strategic brilliance, he's a brilliant strategist, yeah. and years of training be enough to survive one of the most hosp- uh, hostile environments imaginable, Yeah. and will hatred, yeah, drugs, like a- and religious zealotry swallow his Oh wow, yeah, no. Wow, yeah, that's perfect. You're welcome. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. I've been working on this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other one, it's Deathstalker by Commodore Green. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think you would like Deathstalker. Well, I just, uh, I, think, I just, I, think, I mean, I, I liked we, it from that little synopsis. I think we ended up picking correctly. I love the Deathstalker books too, but I, I'm pro- Dune, and De- Dune is the my first Deathstalker book is like, I'm real hard pressed not to read that on my trip now. Huh. Like yeah. I just, I, cause I hadn't, ever, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, I think it's actually free on Amazon Kindle. I think the first Deathstalker book, I think oh, it's, man. it's free on Kindle. I might very well read that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there you go. Those, yeah, are my, like that. those are the two new segments. I don't, yeah, I don't like know it. I like it, if no. I'll do them every yeah. week or one hey. one week and one another or what, but yeah. well, we'll see. Um, guys, let us know what you think. Um, let us know how, what who picked the wrong book. You yeah. know? I'm curious uh, as to what other people would pick for both. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Yeah, no, this or, is good. Yeah. I like this. So we'll we'll be we'll keep this going. This mm. is fun. So um but yeah, uh did you have any new? No, any, I'm good. You know, I think no, we're good, good on time too. So let's yeah. let's wrap this puppy up. Um, as you uh, park outside my house, waiting for the return of someone else's phone. <laughs> oh, is, is he here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, as you approach the week, as you uh, perhaps maybe you ran late when your friends were expecting <laughs> you to arrive at a certain time. Uh, I hope <laughs> that you know that your friends still love you even through their frustration at you. And may the blessing of the beard be upon you. (laughs) Oh, man. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.